Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Today on Parts Per Billion, we're taking glimmers of hope and we're dashing the crap out of them. We're talking about carbon capture technology, why a lot of people think it's our best bet for solving climate change, and why they're probably wrong. Hello, and welcome back yet again to Parts Per Billion, the environmental podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm David Schultz. So climate change is, let's face it, just really, really depressing. It's the kind of topic that really lends itself well to hopelessness and despair. And I think that's why a lot of people, myself very much included, like to talk about carbon capture technology. It feels hopeful to consider the possibility of sucking greenhouse gases out of the air and reversing, not just stopping, but reversing the damage that we've already done to the planet. And you know who else is a fan of carbon capture? The United States Congress. Tucked deep into the most recent COVID relief bill that the president signed last month, was $447 million for the Energy Department to do research into carbon capture technology. Bloomberg Law's Bobby McGill wrote about this funding provision in the bill, and he says a lot of climate scientists and climate activists actually aren't too excited about it. I spoke with him about where this money is actually going to be spent, and also about what carbon capture actually is. Carbon capture often, to a lot of folks, means that you know it's something that you... Uh, it's, it's a method of... Um, of containing the emissions from coal-fired power plants and oil and gas operations. But that's not really what this is about. Carbon dioxide removal means um, removing CO2 from the atmosphere as a way to mitigate climate change. Yeah, I mean, this is like futuristic stuff. And uh, as you mentioned, you know, the reason why we're talking is because the latest stimulus bill uh, had a provision tucked uh, deep inside it that gave half a billion dollars to the energy department to research this. Um, what's the Energy Department going to be spending this this money on? Well, it's going to be spending this money on a task force. It's going to be um, spending this money on, you know, basically trying to figure out um, how much CO2 needs to be removed from the atmosphere. Um, thing is, though, that scientists already have a pretty good idea of how much uh, CO2 may need to be removed from the atmosphere. So it's unclear as to what this task force is actually going to um, accomplish in the next few years. But it is a, you know, it's it, it's a half a billion dollars. It's quite a bit of money for research, but it's also not necessarily going to remove any CO2 from the atmosphere. Well, it's interesting you mentioned, you put it that way, because, you know, yes, I mean, half a billion dollars is half a billion dollars. It's nothing to sneeze at. But in terms of the federal budget, like, it's not really not that much. I mean, um, but you said this is like one of the biggest outlays of, of federal money toward carbon capture research, right? Like ever. I mean, is, is that true? Right. 
I mean, here's the thing. The reason this is so controversial is that, um, and, and, you know, it, there is bipartisan support for this. There are, you know, plenty of Democrats and Republicans are interested in this, um, in part as a, as a climate mitigation strategy. But it's controversial because it's not, it's not entirely agreed on that it's necessary. That's because none of this means anything unless you stop emitting carbon dioxide in the first place. Um, and so, you know, some of the scientists I talked to were like, well, removing CO2, that, that sounds good, but you've got to prioritize the thing that most, that a lot of folks don't want to do right now in any sort of serious way, which is to stop burning oil. Well, let's really get into that because, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you about this. And one of the reasons why I like talking about carbon capture is because to me, at least it feels like one of the few climate change stories that is optimistic that, you know, it's sort of offers hope that maybe we can not just stop the damage to the planet, but reverse it. Um, but, you know, it sounds like based on everything you're saying and everything that was in your story, it's really not the case. Well, here's here's the thing. Um, carbon dioxide removal was a little bit of the elephant in the room of the Paris Climate Agreement, because the science that's behind the Paris Climate Agreement suggests that if CO2 concentrations of the atmosphere reach a certain point um, by mid-century, we're going to need to begin removing carbon dioxide from the atmosphere on a mass scale. Um, and the problem with that is, is that there's no um, – the, the technology for this has never really been proven to work at a mass scale. And you would have to potentially um, – you know, to to meet the most ambitious goal of the Paris Climate Agreement, you would have to potentially remove decades of of carbon dioxide pollution from the atmosphere. Um, it's not known if that's even possible, um, and, and whether it's possible or not, it won't make a bit of difference unless you stop emitting carbon dioxide in the first place. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. One of the other reasons that this is controversial is that, you know, a lot of um, there there are plenty of scientists who say that, you know, despite the fact that this may be necessary at some point, a lot of carbon capture proponents um, could see this as a way to continue to use oil and gas and coal. If you know that you can emit and then or, or you, you can burn this for electricity and, and energy um, and you can store the the emissions um, and prevent it from getting into the atmosphere. Um, it could breathe new life into the fossil fuel industry. 
Right. And that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I wanted to get into, which is that, you know, this made its way, this uh, half a billion dollars made its way into the stimulus bill, which means it has bipartisan support. Um, you know, who are the legislators that are backing this? I get the sense that, you know, there are a lot of Republican lawmakers who are very pro-fossil fuels who are into this. Right. So you've got Lisa Murkowski, for one thing. Um, she, uh, from Alaska, Republican, um, you know, she is one of the most vocal proponents of oil and gas development on the north slope of Alaska. Um, on the other side of the aisle, you've got uh, folks like Sheldon Whitehouse, who are um, climate hawks and, uh, you know, want to aggressively um, cut emissions. And, you know, this is something, it's kind of like nuclear power. You get um, folks on both sides of the aisle uh, supporting it as a climate measure, um, but, you know, there's also uh, incentives in there for, for industry. Yeah, I mean, there are not a lot of, and I know uh, John Barrasso, who is the outgoing head of the uh, um, uh, Senate Environment Committee, Senator, a Republican senator from Wyoming, very, very pro-fossil uh, fuel industry, also is a big fan of carbon capture. So not a lot of things that Murkowski, Barrasso, and White House uh, agree on. This is one of them. I mean, finally, do you see um, more money going toward this in the future? I mean, it's tough to say. We have a new president, a new Congress coming in. But it, it seems like if we can get bipartisan support for this, uh, for you know half a billion dollars, this could be going somewhere. We could get more money in the future. Is that possible? I, I would I would assume so. I mean, there's no indication. I mean, given that you know that 447 um, million dollars is it may not seem like uh, a lot of money in terms of the of the federal budget, but it's it is a substantial amount of money. And um, ultimately, it comes down to this. It's it's not proven that this is needed. It's also not proven that it's not needed. And, you know, climate change is such an all hands on deck situation um, that and, you know, it, it seems so unlikely that we're going to, you know, cut emissions to the degree that's necessary within the time frame um, that's required to, you know, meet two degrees. Uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be. Um, it's going to be likely that this this research is is critical, and and a lot of people are researching this. and And uh, uh, there was a, a sort of a roadmap for you know research on um, carbon dioxide removal that came out from the National Academy of Sciences two years ago, and uh, it sort of paves the way for this kind of um, this kind of research. And you know there some some pretty uh, significant voices in the climate community were are. are are calling for this. And, um, and so, you know, if it turns out it is necessary, we've, we theoretically, the, the you know, countries need to have, have a plan for how to deploy this kind of technology. And there are many different, very complicated technologies. Um, and, uh, but, you know, climate change is kind of an all hands on deck situation. Um, and uh, this, this certainly would seem to be a part of that. And I would imagine that the, the Biden administration would want to continue to support it. That was Bloomberg Law reporter Bobby McGill speaking about carbon capture technology. And that's it for today's episode of Parts Per Billion. If you want more environmental news, check us out on Twitter. We use the handle at environment. Just that. Just at environment. Nothing else. I'm at David B. Schultz on Twitter. If you want to uh, discuss anything with me, I'll take all comers. 
Today's episode of Parts for Billing was produced by myself and Josh Block. Special assistance on this episode came from Anna Yukonanov. Parts for Billing was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music for today's episode is A Message by Jassar and Nightwalk by Paolo County and Benoit Midrakowski. They were used under a Creative Commons license. Thank you, everyone, for listening. This is Adam Allington, and I'm here to announce a new season of Uncommon Law, a narrative podcast series from Bloomberg Law. My co-hosts and I will speak with African-American attorneys and hear their perspectives on how big law is, or in some cases, isn't adapting to become more diverse and inclusive. It's not fair, but what can be better than being on the front lines of helping to make this country better for all of us? If not us, who? If not now, when? Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.